a humdinger of an episode this was. You know, it was fantastic. You're listening to Fool's Gold Rush Season 3, Episode 3, Secret Weapons. Ooh, I got something under under my sleeve. In my sleeve? I don't know where it is, but I'll find it. I didn't realize the uh, the secret weapons implication when I wrote down the title of the episode, but during it, when the uh, Team Hoffman and Team, team Turn, they're like, Todd Hoffman's secret weapon is this guy. I forget his name. They had, he has his four rookies and the one secret weapon operator, Dave Turin's secret weapon. Fred Dodge. Fred Dodge. Freddy Dodge. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, well, you know, you guys know who I am. I'm Craig. And I'm Jim. And uh, we're here, as always, to recap, rehash, and rework, rework, rekindle our love for... Discovery Channel's Gold Rush. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoa. Uh, so uh, yeah, let's get into this. Let's. Uh, do you want who do you, what minor do you want to start with, or should we spin the wheel? Let's do Hoffman's first. I will right, spin the wheel next time. Yeah, Hoffman slash Todd slash Dave T. Okay, that sounds good. The mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it, yeah. I always write them in my notes as Hoffman, but really it's Hoffman Turin. Mm-hmm. He's still Hoffman. It's yeah, under the banner of Hoffman. There's four separate minds going on. Although here. I don't think Dave is putting up his own money necessarily. No, he's just got to get that 501 ounces right. because we need another arbitrary company. <laughs> of course. And mm-hmm. I feel like you know Todd's the one that has the quote-unquote investors now. <laughs> yeah. Volvo. Shit. Um, pardon my French. So in the Klondike, one week equals 15 days. Yeah, so that was my first note was that the uh, <laughs> Todd is like, you know, you know, the first year it took us half the season to get mining gold. Last year it took us six weeks. This year, only one week we're mining gold. And then immediately after the narrator, just like, just 15 days into the season. <laughs> like, like, are you kidding me? I mean, I know that, you know, I guess Todd came there a week after Dave. Mm-hmm. But that still counts. Like, that week yeah. of work still counts. In the, yeah. This, this, this. There's no way it does actually count in reality. But, uh, you know, you know, that's sort of more of a funny thing. We can pick these things out all day, as we do, and we, we'll keep on doing. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that was very funny. I want to point out... I want, I want to point out one yes, sir. one discrepancy. That just, yes, sir? It's sort of picking at me a little bit. Oh, boy. This isn't a show thing. I know I bitch a lot about the show fucking with reality, but mm-hmm. um, this is just in general, you know, the last season ended with Todd declaring, he's gonna, we're going to get 1,000 ounces from this mine. Mm-hmm. And then now they're still talking 1,000 ounces, but they have two mines. It sort of cheapens the 1,000 ounces a little oh, bit. Oh, you're calling out the semantics of in this mine? Or not, I don't even know if he said specifically in this mine. probably for the season. Yeah, I think we can let that one slide. I don't know, it's just in my mind, I was like, man, a thousand ounces, remember we were talking about it, we're like, man, like in this claim, how are they going to ever get a thousand ounces out of this thing? Mm. They were like struggling to get dirt, and now it's like, oh, because we have a whole other mind and twice as many people, it's like, well, <laughs> I guess, I, I don't know, it just seems like it's a little different to me. Yeah. That's yeah. just me being yeah. a nitpicker, but. Yeah, it is, Yeah, it is a bit different, but, yeah, I'll, I'll let that one slide in my in my head, because you know what, I just don't have the brain space for all this. Yeah, I wish, wish I had those brains. Yeah, my synapses are firing a little slow. My synapse. <laughs> my synapse. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so this episode, it starts with, basically, the, the premise is Little Blue uh, losing is that gold. losing gold. And the answer... God damn it, Little Blue. Resounding yes. They run some gold, they run some dirt. Mm-hmm. And they get some gold out of it, but they're like, "All right, we gotta we gotta pan the tailings." Mm-hmm. Made famous in previous seasons episodes, and 
just to see if there's any gold in there. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure they expect to get a little bit, but like, hopefully there's none because the idea I would the idea being that any gold is trapped in the machine. Yeah. Thurber runs a pan and gets like I don't know. There's probably five or six little flakes of gold, but in one pan of tailings, that sucks. Yes, that's a notable amount of gold. I mean, that's like how Not much good news we've seen them find in test pans anyway. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like and the thing that's run through the machine, they're like, yeah. "Well, this is a joke. Like we can't." So Todd makes a very bold decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tears that mother apart, and then tries violently. To, yeah, you know? <laughs> and then he's going to sell it this this machinery that doesn't work for seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's well, he, what it was labeled as. Yikes! He, what did he buy? Stripes, fruit stripe gum, dude. I, I don't remember what. <laughs> wow, that's a good ref. <laughs> I mm. forgot about that. I was more of a uh, bubble tape fan myself. Oh, me too. But I just remember the jingle for the fruit stripes gum. <laughs> Yikes! Stripes, fruit stripe gum. Mm-hmm. What about Big League Chew? Oh Teaching man, I was looking at Big League Chew the other weekend, and uh, they only they, I wanted the grape Big League Chew because that was the my preferred uh, um, flavor. I was and a strawberry guy. They only had just the regular um, bubble gum. Well, that's good too. I was just I randomly at a gas station. I saw it. I'm like, oh, Big League Chew. <laughs> I can't believe that stuff exists. Yeah. Um. So he has Todd has. I wish I remembered how much they bought that little blue for. I have no idea anymore what they bought it for. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious if he's like an idiot. Like, did he buy it for seventy five thousand dollars? He's trying to sell it for that, or he's like, "Well, it's what it's worth. That's what I paid for it." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or yeah, I, I just I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, either way, it's on if the you side know, of the road and it's not put, do, putting any dirt through it. If you remember the answer to that question, oh, listeners, yes, write in at oldmenonthemountain at gmail dot com. Let me know. I, I, did, I mean, I'm sure I could look back on notes, but frankly, I'm too lazy. Mm-hmm. We just don't have the time. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just busy. <laughs> Bless you. Ooh, hey, that was a sneeze and a half. Good. That was like that a was mom a, sneeze. That was a, <laughs> <laughs> oh, a <tear. laughs> Um, uh, so he has a new trommel coming along that should be there within literally days. Yeah, according to Todd. Yeah, according he was to, <laughs> he was told he was promised or he assumed. So basically, he tears apart this machine mm-hmm. violently. I mean, in a way that he's trying to sell it, but seemed to have no regard for selling it the way they tore it apart. I'm sure they sheared all kinds of bolts off. And oh like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was very like hook some chains to it and just pull on it and it, break it apart. It made for some spectacular shots for yeah, the I TV love the show. But yeah, maybe they could have been a little bit more careful with it. A little gingerly, we just like just ginger it, just love on it a little bit, little little blue. So sadly, and only sad because we don't get enough, we got a Jack Hoffman cameo. Mm-hmm. And I say not sadly because he was there, sadly because this is a cameo. That's mm-hmm. what he's like relegated to his cameos. Now. I know, and I being, hate this. Like, Carnage, that seems like a bad move. We, were not, we don't have nothing now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's true. And Thurber was mad about it too. We're down to just pans. We just can just, we could just gold pans now. We can't sluice at all. And Thurber was all butthurt about it, too. And, like, how are we supposed to get a 1,000 ounces now? And my, mm-hmm. my first impression was, well, this is just obviously put on by the show. Because, frankly, I thought Todd's logic was sound. Mm-hmm. That he was, he's you know. losing gold. Yeah, he's like, I'm losing gold. I can't run this machine anymore. The gold is still anymore. sitting in those giant piles. They just yeah. got to get a better machine. So, let's get a better machine. It's going to be here in a couple of days. Let's mm-hmm. clear off the air, the landing. Let's get it in there. Like, I'm like That totally makes sense. And uh, them, them being mad is silly until Todd decides to call his trommel manufacturer for lack of a better word yep and uh um, teabag industries yeah he gives him a call and he, he's like sounds upset and as he's talking to the camera it sounds like he's crying mm-hmm. a little bit and, i think yeah i think and, he had a cold but it, 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 it totally did, it did make for, for kind of good <laughs> yeah. uh, sound on the tv and uh basically they're like yeah it's gonna be there in three weeks so now like, he's fucked you know, that's unacceptable hey you know just 
you know, kick ass on it and get it here. Like, but he's like, no, it's for three weeks. weeks at the very least. Yeah. And then he has to put the thing together. Now that's a whole other, yeah. We know how that goes usually. Mm-hmm. Now he doesn't have harness to help him. Yep. Um, no harness. Where's James? What, how's his band doing? I don't know. We ask this every week. They're, uh, what's going on with James? They're working on a couple Skinner tunes. Oh. Oh, just for the covers? Yeah, they got to get yeah. it perfect. The time signature is a little weird on the C part there. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting, we'll get it. Every mm-hmm. gets a little better every practice. Yeah. James doesn't show up for half the practice. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's busy. Yeah. He's, he's a, a lover. He's got a, got a couple of pieces of business he's got to take care of. Mm-hmm. If you know One what I mean. I wish that was a sound he made. <laughs> I like the one that you did. Uh, I think she's flooded. <laughs> What was I going to say? So, um, basically, that, that's the, the Hoffman side of the story is that I guess ultimately I could see it both ways where like they don't want to waste all the time and waste, especially the fuel mm-hmm. running a machine that's super inefficient. But then I was thinking, I guess they could get some gold and they could theoretically run the tailings in the new machine and get the rest of the gold out. Mm-hmm. But that, again, that's probably a waste of fuel. I actually thought of the fuel part as I was saying it right they could now. Just but build up a bigger pile of, of their pay dirt. Yeah, I mean, they seem to have plenty of It's room. hard enough to get one of the big problems last year was they kept running out of pay dirt. So just. I just want to be like, just keep digging, dude. I mean, honestly, that's yeah. probably what's really happening. They're just like, yeah, just mm-hmm. keep digging, and we'll just run it yep. nonstop. We'll have plenty of dirt to run. Who cares? You know, keep it's... digging. <laughs> well, that's the voice you do sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what it what it is. That sounded like uh, like uh, a John Schnabel. Oh, oh no, no, it wasn't John, but uh, something. Yeah, maybe he's just a goof sometimes. I'm sorry, not. sorry to derail you. I'm I derocked this conversation. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm old. I'm old. I'll give you ten percent. <laughs> now he's Gollum. That's the old. Ten percent. percentage on the lease is twenty percent. I have a riddle for you. Yes. <laughs> what, what rocks? And is shiny. Gold? Damn it, that was too easy. <laughs> <laughs> You've done this before. <laughs> My precious gold. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move over to Dave Turin, I guess. I yeah, mean, that was pretty much that, that was the Todd story. Todd was upset. He's pissed off, and he should be, but mm-hmm. it's kind of his fault because, you know. Lo and behold, Todd Hoffman jumped the gun mm-hmm. a little well, bit. I will say that his, uh, his uh, 316 mining t-shirt looked like it was just spray painted. I was going to say the same thing. It looks mm-hmm. like he got a stencil and just sprayed some fabric yeah. paint. Come on. Paint. Come on, Tard. Let's get some. I mean, I'm guessing. And that was not meant as a derogatory. Yeah. Well, I, I just, yeah, it's fun to mispronounce people's names. I didn't, I didn't mean to call him it. Tard Hoffman. Though he does act like that, but that's the wrong word. That's not, He's not special. That's not appropriate. Yeah, you would have thought he he likes to throw money around. You would have thought he had would have had professionally screen printed shirts. So I, I guess I'm glad he didn't. Mm-hmm. But then it's even funnier that like you think he'd call the three six three sixteen mining to sell merchandise, but I don't want to buy that hand spray painted sweatshirt. No, yeah. I don't want to buy the real one let either. Mind a, you, but yeah, let this be a warning. They look spray painted, guys. <laughs> don't buy them. That's terrible. You want a nice, finely hand stitched three sixteen mining available at Old Men on the Mountain. Talk. I wish. <laughs> yeah, not available from us. Yeah, Just a joke. 
So Dave Turin has to uh, get his new uh, wash plant set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, big red. We got little blue. Now we got big red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big red. Yeah. It's a good Saturday Night Live skit. Young kids, Google it. Oh, before that even happened, they um they had a talk with Greg O'Neill, the claim owner, and they ended up mm-hmm. getting to use the lower portion of the claim that was drilled out. Yep, they get that lower bench on best one, best eight, best twelve. Uh, Which best? Twelve, twelve. Oh, okay. Um, the internet controversy was that they probably already owned it in the first place. Cause it seems a little strange that 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 guy owns it, didn't know about the drilling, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. That drilling would show that it's very gold rich land, and he's like, "Yeah, nobody wants it. Totally available." <laughs> like this makes no sense at all. Like, yeah, but crazy. it's okay. I'll yeah. let it fly. Well, he wanted the upper bench, so maybe those were his drills. His, oh, maybe his, his holes. Oh, maybe that's possible. And then he's yeah. like, "Well, the lower bench." Ding a dang do! I'll believe all that. for you. I've already dug the whole thing out. <laughs> Got you again, Todd. <laughs> gotcha. You're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to add. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, so, wait, so uh, yeah, yeah. The sh- the shrouds of Turin are all together. It's Dave Turin, Greg Remsburg, Chris Dumit, Fred Dodge, the expert. Hell's yeah. All together. And they're making a massive new wash plant, like you said, Big Red. Yeah, they're showing, they're putting the um, the rocker together, the shaker together. Yeah, but that shaker done had too much shake to it. Well, it, at first, they, it was, they were having a hard time placing it in, and, and then that was an act break that was stupid. As you said, as it went to commercial, you were like, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yep. and, and it was. And then when they put it together, it started rocking a lot, and they were afraid it was going to tear the whole thing apart. And they they put mm-hmm. some X braces, and they got it to work. Yeah, and I was just Somebody realizing was, yeah. it was tough. It was tough just just to see Dave Turin's dreams shaking apart. <laughs> yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny because it, it shows how far the show has come, or maybe how far it's fallen. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. depending on your perspective on it. But it uh, that building that wash plant, which the difficulties of putting it together. And then the difficulties of fixing it would have been one, maybe two episodes during season two. And we were yep. like spared or deprived, again, depending on how you look at it, of Harness taking a week to fix it and complaining about how difficult it was to fix. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to have that. We just had Dave like, well, we'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> Cooked it up. No, Probably one, no. That was like five days of work, but they made it seem like it took like 20 minutes. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't that quick, but. No one other. Very rarely do are we seeing people Dorsey things up. Yeah, there's almost no Dorseying at all. Yeah, there's like large mistakes that have come from Todd, like lack of foresight or planning. <laughs> right, right. But like no one's been Dorseying anything. Huh. And if you don't know what Dorseying is, he he was a character from the first season of the show, mm-hmm. Jimmy would, Dorsey, uh, who would just screw things up. Just 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 a screwy person. They'd be like, you know, working on something, then he'd, he'd like shear off a bolt <laughs> yeah. it's like Dorsey we need that it's like you don't know what you're talking about you're just worried about safety this is stupid we should be mining you have to yeah we should be Jimmy yeah. and we probably could be if you didn't you know shear that bolt off yeah. Yeah. now we have to build a new one you, you fucked us you just Dorsey to this whole situation <laughs> Dorse Jimmy Dorsey Dorse Jim Dorsey <laughs> hi my name's Jim Dorsey I'm a licensed operator Dorsey, please. <laughs> James Dorsey. Yeah. Jim Dorsey was my father, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm James Dorsey. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that's, that, yeah. that has no bearing in the show at all, and James Dorsey does not exist. I missed, I missed Jimmy, Jimmy Dorsey, Dorsey and I miss Harness, yep. and, I, and uh, I guess there's nobody else I really miss. I guess that's it, but Dorsey was my favorite. I've, I've, this is well-worn territory for listeners of the show, mm-hmm. but uh, 
if you haven't been listening up until recently, Jim Dorsey is the best. Yep. And the worst. We miss you. R.I.P. Jim Dorsey. I, I hope he's still alive, but as far as the show goes, he's, he's uh, dead. I don't know. He's yeah. dead to us. He's dead in that narrative. This is in production mode. <laughs> Watch season one if you don't get that one. We're in production um, mode right now. So, yeah. So, like I said, the, the so they, they get the whole thing together. It's working great. Looking great. A lot of sweeping shots of this whole, uh, you know, Dave Turns uh, shaking machine. Um, but then the whole thing starts shaking, but then they fix it, like you said. Now what? Now who do we talk about? Um, they didn't do like you know the Hoffman's team and turn. They literally got too no much. no gold in this yeah. entire episode. It's just mm-hmm. no gold. Where's my gold? <laughs> I promise you, call him. I promise. Daddy promised us no gold. Smeagold. Smeagold. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? Some sort of evil demon? What What are you messing around with, Todd? Here down to the big nugget mine. We don't do anything like Oh, that's Parker, actually, is big nugget. Uh, should we talk about Parker? Por- uh, Porker? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Next God. season, Parker should get super fat, and they can call him Porker. <laughs> oh, we, we could. We could. Yeah, just like on Battlestar Galactica. Be great. Porker Piggle. <laughs> oh man. Okay. We've we were off the rails here. We're going happy go Jackie on this thing. It's Saturday. We're having fun. Right, so get Par- over it, listener. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Parker is working on Emerson Trench. Mm-hmm. Um he hit pay dirt after five days of, of drilling. Mm. He wants to get twenty ounces in the first week. He's telling his crew, his new hired crew, that we're going to get twenty ounces, and that's crazy. We only got thirty-five ounces in the previous season. Yes, it's true. That's exactly what he needs. He needs to jumpstart this crew, and he does have a a new trommel system, and he just got rid of all those bottlenecks that he that he had before. You know, and there's no more bottlenecks. Mm-hmm. There's no more turtlenecks. Certainly, <laughs> no. I mean, Jack Hoffman to be wearing turtlenecks, but uh, <laughs> I just—I think it looks a nice look. It's a harsh, uh, you know, uh, climate up here. You know, it <laughs> seems like it's summer, but it's you know, it's nippy. So I, I don't uh, like getting bug bites. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. I know I look ungodly. Yeah, I, have you read Twilight? Oh, vampires, crazy! I just don't know. No, no I just wouldn't on, do put, that. Put on a T-neck. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Todd there is wearing his V-neck. That's exactly opposite. TV makes sense. No, no one wants to see his chest. No, I am. Talk about 316 inches. <laughs> <laughs> so, Parker runs his first day. There's pretty good gold in the sluice. He has a couple yep. of pans, and then the next day, he notices. Or at least he believes mm-hmm. that there is some gold missing. And he is doubting Glenn, the guy, his mm-hmm. expert. And the fine gold uh, accumulation. Yeah. What, what's so, the term they use for it? Um, well, He's an expert of something like gold acquisition, something something like that. Yeah, it doesn't I, matter. I don't know. So, so Glenn is a separate guy from Gary because Gary's the one who dropped the thing on his yeah. fa- on his hand, and I Glenn so. is a different person. Yeah. Okay. Glenn seems like a dullard, if you ask me. Or also, I wrote in my notebook. I'm pretty sure Glenn is full of shit. I'm pretty sure Glenn did steal gold. Oh, I don't think he did. Hmm. I don't. I just don't. I don't I'm believing Parker. Although we saw a little bit of the uh, the pre-show, it used to be the after-show. Now I guess it's the pre-show, the dirt. Mm-hmm. 
on the DVR and, and there, Christo was like, do you think someone stole gold from you? And Parker's like, let's just say we had a misunderstanding. So it's po- he's not sure yep. that he stole gold, but in his mind, he's like, there is an ounce missing here from mm-hmm. what I looked at. Glenn claims, like, look, it looks like more than it is. There's nothing missing. And you're ready to just jump to conclusions and uh, to our thousands of listeners and say that you believe that Glenn is a thief, Jim? Yes. Okay. I well, mean, it's here, black and white, clear I, as crystal. I can be proven wrong. I'm just, from what mm-hmm. I've seen, mm-hmm. I believe he, seemed, he is a thief. He seemed cagey to me. He seemed like the classic, like, no, Parker, you don't understand. No, 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 I never do that. And it's like, it's very <laughs> no, much like no. he was lying. I mean, my, my impression yeah. was this guy is lying. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. Yeah, I didn't get that. But uh, hey, you know, I'm, uh, I just believe in, in humanity a little bit more than you. This is the thing. The, uh, it's worth $1,500, which in the end of the yeah. day isn't a lot, but it's, yeah. ultimately it's really about trust. Yes. So Parker, you know, theoretically, he lost $1,500 worth of gold. We don't know. Yeah, but really, he, he lost was, yeah. trust. Mm-hmm. And he eventually just sat down and talked to Glenn. And Glenn claimed again, like, no, look, look, nothing's happening. And Parker eventually had to be like, well, I'm just going to have to trust him. If he's going to do his job, I have to trust him. But I, I mean, the impression I got was he's like, I don't trust him, but I have to. Yeah. I mean, we'll that's... See. Yeah, you can't just say, like, oh, I'll just have to trust something, someone. It's like, you either trust them I or you do don't. trust somebody. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think they'll be okay. And, you know, as we saw later... Um, you know, after they did their new dirt, no, actually, no, before that, he went and after he had this whole debacle with the missing gold, and then he went and looked in his sluice and he wasn't collecting any gold. It was like a double whammy for this kid. But then they went to a bunch of commercials and they went to the other guys and then they ran some new dirt because they were digging too deep and it was great fucking gold. I've never seen riffles that full of gold Mm -hmm. and not that I've ever mined for gold, but at least on this show... I've you know you always see a little bit of glimmer mm-hmm. or not always but sometimes you do you look on mm-hmm. like the edges of the riffle but this was like full riffles of gold in the way that when I originally on the first season how they were describing this machinery was supposed to work that's what I was picturing we would see yeah so it's actually happening it's like oh that's how it's really supposed to yeah. work that was and Parker said it's pretty it was like, awesome this is the best sluice box I've ever seen good for him. Oh, they also we haven't had a clean like that in two years. They <laughs> see like, oh, yeah. two years ago they were doing that. That's for like, yeah, I guess well, a week long or the, a better week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They run gold again, and he ends up getting the tally at the end of the week was twenty five ounces, which yeah. is forty thousand dollars. Which is they got thirty five ounces the entire yeah. season last year. Yeah. So twenty five well, ounces is pretty fucking good for one week. Hell yeah, it is. I think that's the, it's better than than the Hoffmans ever did. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it's better than anyone's done. Maybe Fred had a good week maybe like Fred that. Fred might have had thirty three or something, something like that in like for one week. week. It was I think big. He got I mean, like he's... seventeen in like two days or something. So that's but then he got snowed year. out. He had to just stop. Yeah. Yep. Oh dang! I'll ace this time that's to mention snow. it now, or we can wait till we get to the part in Fred about the cameras. I was going to add a comment. Oh. Well, let's wait till it. We'll talk about Fred, then we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, because it actually fits in. Remind me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jim, don't forget to talk about those cameras. Okay, cool. <laughs> so let's talk about Fred. Ooh, ooh. All right. Well, we're going to have to do a goddamn new dig because it's going to get flooded. Yeah, they're up on the... Uh, well, they actually haven't done really any digging yet, I guess, but uh, they're going to yeah, bring they're in... They're going to have to. Some new equipment. Mm-hmm. He claims he leased, but I'm pretty sure that Volvo is a sponsor, so I'm pretty sure he didn't lease those, which is weird. Yeah. And yep. then uh, brings on two new people. Yeah. Melody Tallis, and, uh, you know, she's uh, been gold uh, gold digging, gold mining for, uh, gold mining, sorry, for um, <laughs> yeah. 
um, for four years, and you know what? She's not a bad-looking one at that. Yeah, which I disagree she's with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> she <Yeah>. is a woman. <laughs> that is yeah. a fact. Well, you know, she's uh, she's up there in the wilds of the woods. She can't put, up, put on her makeup. Maybe Fred sees something that other people don't. But Dustin's, He's a married man. Well, I mean, he can, he can look. He can't touch. He can comment. Maybe. I don't know. He's probably going to be in trouble. After this. Yeah. He's probably in trouble with his wife. Fred! Back down in my note, I'm going to be in a dilly of a pickle. <laughs> I'm in the doghouse. I just hope I find enough gold that she won't care. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Get that. I'm going to have to get that mother L-O-D-E. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but Dustin is not happy having a woman there. And I think that's obviously blatantly... Um, sexist, and uh, I hope that she kicks his ass in some competition or some other way. I will say this. Yes, it was sort of sexist, but also his point was that I was hoping Fred would bring people in here so I wouldn't have to do as much heavy lifting, and now that's not going to happen because he brought an old man in and a woman who's mm-hmm. not nearly as strong as me, so actually I'm going to do more heavy lifting now, mm-hmm. less operating of machinery and more actual shit work yeah so it kind of like you see why he's disappointed it's like oh this is the help you got me thanks mm. not True. just saying she's incapable of running the machinery it looked like she was doing a very good job yeah, you doing had a great job in that loader that was a full bu- a full bucket full Ooh-hoo. yeah she lifted that up but way high wayne nugget brain <laughs> oh, by the way i would bet a lot of money that he coined that nickname for himself <laughs> people aren't calling him nugget brain he decided like i'm gonna be nugget brain <laughs> i think that's what happened yeah yeah and it's you know do you think he's actually been a miner for as long as they said Ugh, and it didn't seem that way i mean he was really bad at working the machinery but yeah. we find out maybe why yeah yeah well he is not an operator no, he's he, like, yeah. I can. I don't understand how someone can be a gold miner and not be an operator. Dustin was worried Shoot. about operating with him because he almost banged into him a few yeah, times. Yeah, he keeps on turning him. around. Why he keeps on turning around? Yeah, so uh, that was yeah a little uh, unnerving. But then they were actually it was kind of a cool part. It was kind of sort of a throwback to the first season uh, when uh, this whole process of yeah, the D rock of the D rocker. I kind of liked watching them like the different steps of the triangle. Again, to that would have been an entire episode. Yeah, I wish there was a show based on the. To Fred. At this point, mm-hmm. I would almost rather watch that. Oh, wow. What a turnaround from last season. You're like, forget Dakota Fred and Parker. I just wanted to be the Hoffmans. But now, mm. whole thing based on. I think maybe you're just a fan of the. Uh, I just want to see what's on the Creek. bottom of that glory hole. <laughs> I know, you Porcupine Because that really is that glory hole. I said it last week. It really is the through line of the whole series of like, what the mm-hmm. fuck's on the bottom of that glory hole? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that was a mystery. And I don't use that term lightly. That was left at the end of season one. Like, what the fuck's on the bottom of that thing? Yep. And that was almost the real disappointment of the Hoffmans not continuing to drill there because Fred's plan was different. He's like, you know, we're going to do this whole other thing. Yep. We're not doing the glory hole. That's a mistake. So I'm like, oh, we're never going to find out. But then he realized, like, oh, the glory hole is where the gold is. Like, yep. Jack was right. Yep. I was right. I I know. I know what gold is. And I know <laughs> it's a noble metal. Or that's gas. I don't know. I, I never was good in school, but I'm street smart. You see, Todd? And yeah, I know. I, I, I was it, right. I, uh, you let me finish. Okay. I wanted to dig a glory hole, and then the snow came, and then you bungled up the lease, and maybe you, you just, it's, it's a its a goddamn shame. I know, Dad. I mean, I, I loved it. There was a whole, they made a whole TV show about it. You don't have to reiterate it. Watch me. television. 
Don't don't worry about it. Just keep on tweeting. Do your tweets. I don't know what that is either. Well, go play on the 400 excavator. Oh, okay. I don't think you'll let me do that anymore. I'm old. No, for today you can. There's no gas in it. By the way, is Jack doing any work at all, or is he just hanging around? I mean, that's okay. He's an old man. Maybe he just can't do it anymore, and well, I understand they that. They haven't. They've been talking about you know their the machinery to actually like get the gold out, and they haven't showed much digging. They've been talking about digging, so maybe Jack has been using his excavator and just like you know digging up the ground and just like making maybe, up piles. Yeah. It's they just not shown interesting them to making watch. the piles of pay dirt, but Jack, that that's really what Jack likes to do. Yeah, hmm. I, I bet he's doing some work. I yeah. hope so. Unless, and now, if he's hopefully, if he's not doing physical work, then hopefully he's writing his memoirs because I'd like to read <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, I'd love to read the Jack Hoffman mm-hmm. memoir. I would tell, yeah, don't hold anything back, Jack, even if it's not true. But you got to write those. Um, yeah, so D Rocker repair for Fred D- Dakota yeah, and they, the other they Dakota think, boys. I didn't realize how things. it worked. Was that there were yeah, like tires. truck tires that would just go up and down and spin? It makes sense. A really simple yeah. machinery. Like like all this stuff is the machine is actually much simpler than it, you think. Oh yeah, but it makes it's yeah, like kind when, of an when they were opening design. it up. Like it was like down. Like when I saw that it was you know that the D Rocker like you know th- th- it didn't have the proper wave. I was like, what? Like. That's gonna. There's gotta be a super complicated thing to fix, like, like all kinds of gears yeah. and all kinds of yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what I picture. It's like, no, nah, it's just like a truck chassis, three and it truck moves back truck and forth. axles, probably a <laughs> probably a, a truck engine in the yeah. air and just yeah. making them go. Yeah, a powertrain. Mm-hmm. But they worked together. Uh, they had to rip off that thing. You know, there they did have some sort of manufactured drama, which is you know, or Dustin was was nervous about. You know, because he had to take off those tracks about right. ten thousand pounds of metal. But um, they got through it. You know, it was pretty Worth. fucked up, but they fixed it. Yeah, it turned out the tires weren't flat. It was mm-hmm. actually like sheared off the axle. It must have been mm-hmm. like some weird ice damage. Like the like frost heaves came in. Yeah, yeah. I liked that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, with Fred, he was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> it was the best. Like, oh my, that tire sheared off. There's a broken spring, and the shaft is all betwixt. It's one of the few Sorry times where yeah, he, uh, he actually really curses like. Oh shit! Like it was the carry, yeah. like yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I, I like them. We, we overuse these curse words, and then they don't mean anything. But when when Fred uses them choosily, <laughs> technically speaking, yes, <laughs> um, they actually have more impact. You're you're right. You're right about that. I mean, it just it, it's a fucking good way to use the word. <laughs> yeah, man, shit. Yeah, Fred does a he's a fun bastard. <laughs> he's... That old son of a bitch can fucking swear when he fucking wants to. Ass. <laughs> a B word. Cunt balls. Oh, Jim. Did I take it too far? Uh, Twat? Not far. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, y'all not welcome here anymore, Jim. Sorry. That's a, that's a hint as to what's going to happen next. Yeah, for that's basically next, right? They fix everything up, and yep. then... You know, the next thing we know, we didn't really get much of a setup beyond Dustin being annoyed with uh, Nugget Brain Wayne. Mm-hmm. But um, Fred calls him in. Another, This is what I'll talk about what I was going to talk about before. He's like, hey, get the cameras out of here. Mm-hmm. So not only Fred had the, a moment like that, Parker had a moment like that when he was talking to, um, what's his name? Glenn. Glenn. Was, did Todd have a moment like that? He did. Too? Oh, yeah, we when he was trying to get claim. the new claim. Yep. So I was realizing that the theme... It was a weird undercurrent of this episode was that like, oh, no cameras. This shit's real. And I feel like this is totally my own opinion, obviously, but I, I don't I don't have no one's I don't have anything to back this up. Mm-hmm. 
But my thought, my <laughs> I certainly don't, but rarely do I. Um, I found that I feel like that the idea that of having this, these moments all and all three moments of like, hey, the camera can't be here, was their way to combat people bitching that the show is fake, mm-hmm. like, oh, this shit's real. But also subconsciously, it implicitly apl- implies that everything on camera is not real, <laughs> thus reinforcing that this show is not real because the real shit does not actually happen on camera because that's when the real stuff like hey dude this camera's have to get out of here i have to do some real business yeah and you so know, it kind and, of undermines the result, show yeah. in my mind as a result of that i'm having a gold rush themed existential crisis right now like that's my 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 hundred twenty thousand dollar film school education is informing me of that <laughs> who are we supposed to believe i don't know the television or our hearts but I'm serious, though. I think I think that's like a, I don't think most people watching would even think about that. I'm not saying yeah. I'm like a genius nor, thinking of it. Nor should they I've, either. It's to been enjoy bothering. the show. No, they shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been bothering me, and I just thought it was like I was just thinking about it. Yeah, I it came to very, that conclusion it's, it's mentioning it to you about the cameras, and mm-hmm. as I was saying it, I I was thinking, oh, weird. That's weird, though. That, that implies that everything on camera is not real. Mm-hmm. If they made a point, because it's not that's not a mistake. The fact that all three stories had a moment where like, hey, get the cameras out of here. Like, yeah, they. That's on purpose. I'm sure that happens a lot, and they just like, well, leave that part out. Yeah, because yeah, there's no need, and then right. they, but they realize, oh, this is a this is a tactic, right, to manipulate the viewer, and all shows manipulate the viewer. Right. Maybe that's a bad choice. No, of words, it, no, but no, it no, actually no. is true. You know, it's a thing that um actually another Chris O'Doyle show, the American Chopper, started totally breaking the fourth wall. I think we talked about it in previous episodes, where like acknowledging that it's a show. And that's a thing that generally on the reality shows I've worked in, you try your best to never have those moments because mm-hmm. it sort of shatters the illusion. Although this show has sort of earned that it's really real kind of feeling to it. So like they, they can do that. Same with American Chopper. Like they'll have them have comments about like the fact that it's a show, which is like yeah. totally crazy. Like, a, like what was that? That one uh, red jacket, the one with the gun maker. Not American Guns, but the other one. He acknowledged, oh, they, they, they acknowledge it's a show too. Even in the first season, they had like, there's something cool about that. I mean, yeah. I, I work on Cupcake Wars, and they acknowledge it's a show a lot, but that, that's like a game show. Yeah, it's a, it's so it's a, a competition. Like, this right. one is mm-hmm. some, sort of a documentary, so they can, I guess, it depends on the, on the filmmaker and how they want to do it. But, I mean, it is very it, interesting. At the end of the day, this is like probably the most pretentious way to put it, because I thought it was pretentious when I first heard this in film school, but it's like, it is a choice. It is like... You know, yes. editing is a series of choices. Mm-hmm. Like that is a definite choice to show that because they didn't have to show that. Yeah, and usually they save that for maybe once a season. It'd be like the hey, get the cameras out of my face yeah, moment this is when reality gets real, real. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's almost like it's like it means more to a viewer when everything has just been played up as just a normal mm-hmm. show than than like wow, oh wow, this is like real, real. But then they do it for all three people in the same episode. I think that's just a bad move. I, I wouldn't have done that. If I was the executive, I would not have done yeah, that. Yeah, you got to save that those moments for when you really want to create the drama. Maybe there wasn't really much drama at all, so they had to. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I don't I don't know what the raw footage looks like. I don't know what their story room looks like, but it's uh I just thought it was curious. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure the reading that I had on it is something that anybody would have or even agrees with, but that was the what struck me is that it just felt like it's this weird subconscious acknowledgement that everything on camera is fake. If like the only real stuff, all three of them happened off camera yeah. and they pointed it out that it was off camera. It's weird to me. 
But maybe that was all stage two. But I think that's a, a bad idea if that's mm. what, that was their plan. Yeah, that's well, all. Anyway, yeah, the the most real thing I think that did happen in this episode that happened off camera was what, what we're about to talk about right now. What's that? Wayne Peterson oh, and yeah. his and his oxy problem. Yeah, the, he doesn't seem addicted to it. I'm just, just no, kidding, I don't but. think he's addicted. But Fred was like, "Hey, so what's going on? Anything you want to tell me?" And he kind of like reason why you shouldn't be working. He's like, "Well, I have back problems." I'm like, "Well." What does that mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I take a medicine at night. Yeah, and hurts. what kind of pill is that? Uh, it's like the oxycodone, uh, oxycontin. Oh, and the, that that bottle says. Have you? Yeah, have you read the bottle? Do you know what it says? Specific. I mean, it, it's true. This is like as much joking around. I mean, you really, it says like, do not work heavy machinery. Yeah, and that would explain why he sucked so bad at the excavator. He was like literally high, mm-hmm. like not in like the abusing it. I mean, maybe he was. I, I'm not saying that he was abusing the drugs. Yeah, maybe, but, or maybe you know, who knows? I mean, the excavator and working in that could be can be hard in the back. You're sitting there and you're just shaking around all day. Oh, I get it. Maybe I it was mean, just bad at the excavator. It's know? possible. But, and, and, but he, and he wasn't using the oxy. But either way, I, I don't, Fred didn't have faith in him. And I, you know, I don't blame Fred. It's like, look, this is like a serious breach of trust. There's only four of us out here. We're kind of arguably in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I can't yeah, afford to have somebody. Hurt. And not only it, it, a theme of this episode was trust. Mm-hmm. Like Fred, they can't trust this guy because like you didn't disclose this to me. Maybe if the guy when he got hired, like, hey, I gotta let you know, I take OxyContin every night because my back hurts, but that's not gonna be a problem. I've worked machinery before, but instead he kept it a secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which implies and, that is a larger problem, right? Or, or that it is a problem. I guess that was the theme of this episode, wasn't it? It was Fred can't trust that guy. Ken Parker trust his gold room guy, Glenn, mm-hmm. and Todd certainly can't trust his manufacturer. Nope, nope. But he does trust himself. Dave Turin to go off there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Todd, Todd shouldn't shouldn't trust himself, but he does. Nobody should trust. But Todd yeah, often. but Fred. I mean, he got right down to business. I like when the guy was. I didn't like it. It would seemed pretty cold. But I, yeah. I like the exchange when Wayne was like, "Well, when should I leave?" And he's Fred like, yeah, was like, "I think now. Is I a good think time. yeah, now's a good as time as any." Which it's I like, mean, wow, cold hearted. You better go before sundown. Yeah. The vampires come out then. Ooh, ooh, and they are thirsty for you, Wayne. I got a UV light generator. Make sure they stay out of here. Uh-huh. I saw 30 Days a Night. <laughs> ooh, ooh, wonderful movie. Wonderful documentary. <laughs> yeah, it was a... I can't believe our government isn't doing more to stop those vampires in Alaska, but I guess there's nothing they... What can they do? Hey, you know, we're strapped for cash. Yeah. You know, we've got, we've got well, one big war going on right now. There's a right fiscal now. cliff on yeah. the horizon. Yeah, yikes. You know, we've got, uh, I don't know, budget ceilings, debt ceilings, Boehner. <laughs> we got a Boehner problem. <laughs> we got a, a Boehner in the house. <laughs> All right, well... Oh, honey, we got a Boehner in the house. Yeah, it's John. He won't leave. Get rid of him, then. <laughs> I asked. I'm in my nightgown. He's he's in the fridge. Or he's getting into the fridge. That's weird. <laughs> oh, no, he just he just sprinted out the door. I think, I think we're good. Come back to bed. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we rate this shit? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was the episode. I think it was a pretty good one, but not a lot happened. I, well, I guess I don't know. I always say that every time. Not a lot of gold happened, except for Parker got a shitload of gold. Now I'm starting to believe that maybe he, yeah, could yeah, be. Yeah, I think the mother yeah, load. The, the Parker and Fred stories uh, should happen with Todd. Uh, and Dave, I didn't, I didn't really care for it. Um, that so, could have been an act of the whole show. What, so what's uh, you know, what's uh, two thirds of ten? 
6.6 bullions. That's what I'm going to give it. That ain't bad. Yeah. I'll give it a... I'll give it six bullions and uh, seven nugs. Oh, a little bit higher, just yeah, barely, yeah. barely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just point oh uh, one uh, higher. I'm like uh, ten riffles higher than. Oh, huh. Depending on what claim, though, that can mean different things. Mm, well, I'll call your your bullions and nuggets and raise you a shaker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we take uh, this to the gold table. <laughs> I owe you a steak dinner. <laughs> This is a a, a, a nine beer night, <laughs> and that's a a no beer day. <laughs> that's a promise. I'm an operator. I can't do this on you know hopped up on happy juice. However <laughs> much I wish I could, it gives me more courage. That's for sure. <laughs> Hey, well, well, you know, once I get off work, I fill up my big boot with whiskey and chug on down <laughs> to happy town. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Your mama sure does care about your schooling, son. Let's get out of here. Uh, <laughs> all right. Housekeeping. Yep. Housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to send us an email, it's at oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. Please send. We'd love to hear from Get you. Get a Facebook page. Yep. I'm on Twitter at Jamie School. And I am on Twitter at Craig Botio. I actually tweeted twice this past week. Good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to promote one new thing I'm working on. It's with uh, my friend Eric. It's a new podcast called Jeans and Sports, where uh, he teaches me about high-end fashion in all high-end or, men's or fashion, fashion as a whole, fashion in general, men's fashion in high-end jeans, and I teach him about sports. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun. It's a it's a wonderful show. I took a listen this past week and very much enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah, and you know what? I hear Jim Squawk all day long, even even when we're not podcasting. Yeah, this and, is uh, only like a thousandth of what yeah. what real life yeah. is. Typically, when I'm at work, it's my time away from this asshole. <laughs> yet I still listen to the podcast at work and really enjoyed it. And I think if you guys like us uh, and and the work that we do here. The hard work that we do here at the Old Men on the Mountain Podcast Network, uh, you will enjoy the po- this uh, Jeans and Sports Podcast well, that Jim does. I appreciate yes. it. And same way, you can search iTunes, Jeans and Sports, first mm-hmm. thing that comes up. And uh, we have, this is a Facebook page, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can send, well, whatever. That's about it for that. Thank you for indulging me on that shameless plug. Yeah, it was shameless, but it was worth it. And uh, yeah, I think we're done. Let's get this thing out of here. Let's go. Uh, let's go pound some uh, some beers, and yeah. uh, you know, uh, I don't know, do something with some hoes and stuff. You know, you know, like yeah, like yard work and stuff. Yeah, let's get some of that Saturday Night Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> so.